Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 0-2 count. Here's the pitch. Runner going on a ball hit deep to right field. There goes Rose. Going to watch it get out of here. It hit off one of the coach's offices. Up in Mackey's bases loaded landing. Home run number four for Brady Slavens. Don't let that man get to 0-2. Baseball, what a humbling game. You, you got to show up and you got to play defense and you got to throw strikes. And, you know, yesterday Little Rock didn't do it. Today we didn't do it. I mean, we, we walked, I don't know, probably walked nine, ten, somewhere in there. Hit a couple people, made a couple uh, mental mistakes in the field. Come back to the mound when the base is loaded. You got to know where you're going to throw the ball. And you have to be told in the middle of the play by a catcher and a bunch of the whole stadium and get twisted up. <laughs> I mean, it was, uh, it was, there was a diving play in left field. You don't dive for that ball. Just let it drop, you know. Cut a relay throw to, third, to, to home plate that was going to be perfect. Uh, catcher didn't say anything. That means let it go. It all added up. Then you give credit to Weatherly. I mean, he's one of their top relievers. He just threw 105 pitches, six innings maybe, six or seven innings. He did a great job. You know, they, they played better than us. They, they deserve to beat us. Trojan baseball highlights. I could have opened the show with those and played All I Do Is Win. But instead, all we had was Razorback highlights and Slavin's hit a home run. Borofin did too. And Arkansas continues its home run streak and yet they lose convincingly to Little Rock yesterday. That was a quietly seething Dave Van Horn. You heard him right off the top of his head just tick off all of the mistakes made by Arkansas, and you can tell he was not very pleased about that performance yesterday in a loss. First uh, midweek loss of the year. I hate to correct you early in the show, but he uh, ticked off some of the mistakes, not all. <laughs> I mean, it was it was a sloppy game. Yeah. Slavin's had a couple balls hit to him at first base that he he missed. He had one that he failed to turn a double play because the throw was so wild to the the shortstop at second. He barely caught it. Uh, it was it was just a sloppy, sloppy game. But you know, Arkansas jumps out three to nothing, and I'm thinking, and I, I hope they weren't, but I'm thinking, well, here we go again. They're about to to kill these guys. It's three to nothing, second inning, and then that was it. the The bats went cold. You know, like Coach said, give Weatherly credit. He shut those bats down, and Little Rock scored 11 straight runs, three in the third, three in the sixth, four in the seventh, and one in the eighth, and, and just ran away with it. The big play, uh, uh, it was a tie game, and it, and it shouldn't have been. It was mistakes that gave Little Rock or helped Little Rock score three runs. But uh, you get a comebacker back to Ledbetter at pitcher. And, and uh, I thought, and I'm glad Van Horn said that, it, it confirmed what I was thinking, that it looked like he was going to first base. And in the middle of going to first base, the catcher and everybody was yelling, home, 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 because you can turn two and get out of the inning. And when he tried to throw it home, he turned his body, and his feet got all tangled up, and he falls down and tries to throw it while he's falling and throws it to the backstop and two runs score. And then the floodgates just opened from there. Yeah. First midweek loss for Arkansas, second loss ever to a Division One state, uh, in-state team, I should say. And congratulations to Little Rock. Trojans played well, and again, mentally, I think it's a hard one to bounce back from after you get slaughtered like that. We've seen it before, though. I mean, you go back to the, uh, was it NC <laughs> don't, State? Don't, oh, don't go back there. I don't mind. You blow somebody out real bad. Sometimes it's hard to come back and go, man, this was so easy yesterday. What happened? Sports, I guess, and baseball, certainly, for sure. Um, but again, like we said, uh, the home runs, it extends the consecutive games of the home run to 29 for Arkansas. So they are still hitting the long ball on a consistent basis, but not enough long balls yesterday as they lose 11-4. to So now they reset for this weekend. And, Wes, we got some information from Coach Van Horn. We're going to talk to Dr. O'Malley. He's going to be on this from UMS about an injury to Jared Wagner. That is the last thing you wanted to hear, talking about adding insult to injury or injury to insult, I guess, as it were in this case. Uh, but Wagner is dinged up. And here's Coach Van Horn on that. It's 50-50. You know, you got a little fracture in that little hairline, broken, whatever you want to call it. He uh, He's very tough. 
It's more of a, you know, it's not a clean break or anything. It's more of a hairline fracture, but very painful right now. But I think if anybody can handle the pain, it'd probably be him. I don't know yet. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll know more tomorrow, and I don't think it'll be uh, until uh, until Friday. I'll know if I'm going to ride him in the lineup. So he's going to have to show me that he can play. Batting practice. That's what it's going to be. You know, Friday before the game when he's taking swings, can he swing, put a swing on the ball and hit it hard? Without it uh, affecting his swing, that thumb affecting his swing. If he's tough enough, and I hate to even say that, you know, the pain's there. You try to play through the pain, but if you just can't grip the bat and swing the bat, then there's nothing you can do. Um, but I'd be curious if it was left or right hand too. I'll, I'll try to look. I can't remember. I'll, I'll look. I'll try to look that yeah. up. But he heard it. Tuesday in the first inning of that big nine inning, you know, uh, inning, he uh, was sliding back into third base and jammed his thumb. They just thought it was just jammed. He he came out immediately. Yeah. But I saw him in the dugout, you know, and because I didn't know what the injury was at the time, and I, they showed uh, the uh, kind of a pan of the dugout, and he was there, you know, cheering on everybody. And he didn't have like a sling on or anything. I was like, well, maybe he rolled an ankle or pulled a, a muscle in his leg, uh, because he didn't. Ha- I didn't see anything on his thumb at the time, and then Van Horn let know that it was hairline fracture and you hear hairline fracture at least i hear fracture i'm like "Uh uh-oh he's out several weeks so i'm glad we got it's great that we have dr o'malley on today to ask him about that yeah next up for arkansas tennessee we'll hear more from dave van horn about turning the page to the volunteers they come in tomorrow night and then of course saturday and sunday i heard melinda this morning on the uh, morning mayhem show in between them jabbing back and forth with randy rainwater and they talked, uh, she said that it uh, looks like Saturday night could impact us. I don't know if they'll try to move game time Saturday or not, but she said that's when it would be impactful. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I just got a note from Bubba Carpenter. Hunter Holland is starting tomorrow night. Thanks, Bubba. That's very insightful. <laughs> I really appreciate that. So thanks, wow. Captain. Obvious. Uh, appreciate whatever we can get. Uh, big transfers for Arkansas in football and basketball yesterday. Richard Davenport's coming up today, which is great. So we can talk to him about that. And, of course, Anthony Black is now official. No shock for anybody. But he is headed to the NBA. My high school coaches, uh, both schools, Coppell and Dungaville, you know, for helping develop me as a player. And then uh, especially uh, Coach Muss and the rest of the staff at Arkansas. Mm. You know, I trusted them with my college decision, and uh, they delivered on everything they told me. So, uh, yeah, I just want to thank uh, all those people for uh, just helping me get here. And, and uh, with that being said, uh, I'm, I'm declaring for the, the 2023 draft. That is the least shocking news we've had all week, and we wish him the best. It was great having him on the show the last uh, last season, and hoping that uh, things go well for him at the next level. He's also talking about, I guess it's on NBA TV last night, Christian, is that right, or yesterday? Uh, NBA Today on ESPN. Okay. Uh, talked about players he likes to watch. I mean, I like to watch a lot of Josh Giddy. He's like a tall playmaker, kind of similar. And, uh, you know, I watch, a lot of, I watch a lot of shade, too, so a lot of Thunder games. I like... Then we got a couple Arkansas players on, yeah. on the Thunder, so right. easy to watch. There you go, Christian. I see why you stuck that in now. For months, he's been complimenting OKC. I think he's trying to get to OKC, but personally. There you go. Do they have a, a top 10 pick? Uh, No. Oh. Speaking of OKC. I also don't think it's a good fit. But, but they could bundle one of their what, 15 first-round picks and move, move in the top 10 and take him? You don't want him? No. Hmm. He's a good player. I just don't like his fit with the roster. Okay. Uh, did you like the roster last night? Yeah. It was a very imp- it, it could impressive be better. performance. But, hey, you won in New Orleans. I watched the end of the game. Um, it was a good game for a while, but uh, good for your guy. Shea Gill just goes crazy. Yeah, he's amazing. He's really good. And Giddy's really good. I like how you wore your uh Yeah, I had to today. Your I sweatshirt. the Shea thing you gave me. You got to. Yeah. Uh, the other game was... An impressive comeback by the Bulls. They were down 17, 19, something like that. Impressive comeback, but also impressively bad by the Raptors, shooting 18 for 36 from the free throw line. That's really bad. The that, Bulls, Bulls aren't very good at it. And that was the uh, player's daughter that was screaming yes. and causing that? Or you know, people DeRozan. were saying that maybe causing Yeah, it good? was her. D.R. DeRozan. Screaming kids day at the... Yeah, he had his kid there, and she's was screaming every time they shot free throws and they shot 18 of 36 so but she was scream like she's a baby right no she was like maybe 10 Six, 11. Oh, okay. okay she's young i saw Little, somebody I saw a picture else of her. yeah i saw a picture of somebody else holding their baby at a press no. conference i thought it was oh. okay that's not it she was it was like a shriek i heard it, it oh was, yeah it was loud yeah it was it's very you can hear uh, it on tv every time annoying yeah annoying yeah i'm annoyed i'm not even listening to it so good for them so then next up we got what so tomorrow, uh, you guys are going to Minnesota. Yeah, we got to play Minnesota, and then in the East it'll be Bulls and Heat. 
Nothing tonight? Boy, no. Yeah. Got to travel. So, Thunder Timberwolves, 8.30 on ESPN. TNT's got the Bulls and Heat at 6 on Friday. So, um, We've also got today uh, Mayor Scott talk about what's going on with cleanup and debris removal, that kind of thing. And then John Brimley's coming on. We haven't talked to our friends from the Red Cross yet. They've got some Red Cross recovery centers set up. I told you about those yesterday. Little Rock, Sherwood, Jacksonville, and one in Win at the Assembly of God Church. And he's going to talk to us about uh, needs and things of that nature and also what they're doing to help those who are still recovering from the storms. Last night was a really great event, and I applaud the folks at the Hall for putting it together. I certainly appreciate them, including us and a couple of stations here in Little Rock in addition to us. Um, Justin Moore was the headliner, did a great job. They did a kind of a roundtable at the end, and it was fun to see Adam Hambrick and Matt Stell, a couple guys who we've known for a long time and seen them kind of come up through their careers, and they were so good last night with everybody else up there. And uh, Packed House, I'm sure they made a, a ton of money. I heard David talking. It was going to be well over 100000 so we get final numbers on that. But David and Roger did a good job helping MC, and then all the performers were fantastic. Appreciate everybody coming out and supporting the cause. and. I uh, had a lot of listeners come up to me yesterday that won tickets courtesy of Hunter Juracek's generosity, buying a hundred of them. And so I had a lot of people that were thankful for that. I had one guy that I'm friends with, Darren, that won, won tickets, and then he, he bought some tickets at the door anyway. So he made a donation anyhow. And I hope a lot of people found a way or will find a way to support. And they had a, a couple of ways they were offering through the night to, to help support the uh, the cause. Next week, we're doing an event as well. Yes, Wes? Oh, I was just going to say, I saw some of the video from mm-hmm. last night, and it it was packed. I, I mean, I was just I was surprised with uh, how many people were in there, and and then once you see how many people can fit in there, you realize what a, a, a great place that is. Yeah, it was a good setup. I got there late, right about the time the music was starting. The doors opened at 6.30, and the music didn't start until after 7.30, and I got there closer to the ladder, and I mean, I stood in the back. I could have tried to fight my way up a little bit closer, but, you know, that's a good thing about places like that, that uh, there really isn't a bad spot. And, of course, the balcony was full, so it's good, or the mezzanine, whatever they want to call it. So it was a good, uh, good night, and I'm, I'm glad that they put that on. It was certainly a great uh, benefit for the tornado victims. Next week, we're going to be over at Sticky's Rock and Roll Chicken Shack, and we're going to find out all the details today. We're going to kind of nail everything down. We'll have full, full uh, information tomorrow about whether we're going to sell tickets in advance or whatever. That's a smaller room, obviously. But Justin's been kind enough to come out and do a little bit at that show as well. It's next Wednesday, the 19th. We're going to go from 6 to 10. I'll find out what time doors are and all that. We'll get all that nailed down today. But uh, Blaine Howard called, uh, reached out to me, and he's going to come in and be on the show as well. We're calling it Rock and Relief. We're doing it with our friends at The Point. There'll be some more uh, rock-type acts, I'm sure, performing as well. Chris King is putting those together along with Suzanne over there. So we got some incredible auction items. That's what's unique about this one. So there are some really cool items from sports, some really cool items from rock and roll. And so it's going to be a really cool event, and I think the auction items will raise a lot of uh, money. And a lot of our sponsors, Wes, people we've worked with for a number of years, are stepping up big time with items that they've offered to be auctioned off at the event. And I'm talking, we're going to have, I would think, you know, I don't know, man, thousands and thousands of dollars, safely to say. I mean, t- maybe tens of thousands of dollars worth of auction items for people to come and bid on. So, I mean, you're going to get some some value, I would think, as a, a person that's bidding on the auction, but also going to be able to help a lot of people yeah. in the process. So, And the cool thing about we're, we're benefiting the um, Arkansas Hunger Relief Alliance, and the cool thing about what they're doing is they're helping people now all across central Arkansas, but they're also going to be helping them down the road, too. And I heard the guys this morning um, talking about, you know, being a marathon. It is. It's going to be a long-term thing, months and months and months, and we've said it and said it and said it. We'll say it again. But there are going to be people who need help six, eight months from now still. So that's what's cool about what they're doing is we're going to help now. We're going to help down the road with, with what we're doing. Is this a live auction or live and silent? We're going to have silent, and then we may have a couple of lives. We'll see what we end up getting if there's something that's, uh, you know, so unique and we think we can, you know, maximize the, the profit that way. We'll, we'll go that route. So. It'll be fun, but uh should be four, five, six acts that'll go on through the night, and we'll do some fun things in between, and hoping to have some dignitaries from the local communities. are going to invite the mayors from all the all the cities, and uh, looking forward to that. What's yeah, up? Nothing. It'll be a great night. Mm-hmm. If you want to join us today, 661-1037. We, uh, we'll take your first Arkansas Bank of Trust text offerings as well. Same number. 501-661-1037. Ash Record Live Fan Feedback through our Listen Live button. Also, Warren Sharp just released his uh, NFL strength of schedule rankings for 2023. I thought you might find this interesting. Uh, The five easiest schedules in the NFL next fall. Uh Number one, 
the New Orleans Saints. That is great news. Thank you very much. Number two is the Atlanta Falcons. Number three is the Charlotte or the Carolina Panthers. Sensing a theme All here. NFC South. Yeah, so the South. Uh, fourth was the Colts, and the fifth was the easiest schedules, the Bears. The five hardest schedules. Where's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I, I guess um, because they finished first, they finished they first have they'll to have to play. play the first team in other divisions. I didn't know that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Golly, I learn something every day. Because they finished first in their division, they have to play the first team in other divisions? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which ones? Well, it uh, rotates every year. Yeah. I wonder who they're playing. That's weird. I didn't know that was a thing. I thought you just matched up divisions and they played everybody in that other division every year. There are two games that are set aside, or maybe three now with the odd schedule, that you play uh, AFC teams and you play the first place team. Hmm. And it may be in the NFC too, but it's just first against first, first against first, and those three others. Because you are matched up in, with certain conferences and you play everybody in that, or in that division, but there are other games set aside where you just play the first place team. Interesting. Well, that sucks for them because they're not, uh, well, they don't have Tom Brady. So. The uh, five hardest schedules next year the Patriots have the hardest schedule, the Bills, the next hardest schedule, the Chiefs third hardest schedule, the Raiders, and then the Dolphins. So you see another theme with the AFC East mm-hmm. uh, going to be a very difficult division this year. All right. I'll go ahead and call it. Uh, we're going to win the South and probably go deep in the playoffs, maybe win the whole thing. Well, that's the thing. If you win the South and, and you're able to beat up on those other teams and have a good record, you maybe you get a home playoff game. That is key. Yeah. That really is. Or maybe you have the best record in the uh, NFC and you host all the games. Also would be good. Which would also be surprising. Shocking, I think, is the word you're looking for. Anything else? No, I was going to tell Christian Washington's right there uh, is one of the easy, uh, hardest schedules. They're right behind the Dolphins. Or the Cowboys. Uh, right behind them. It's okay. the, it's the, it goes Washington, Jets, Vikings, and Cowboys. So they're saying the East, NFC East, is going to be difficult again. We're still waiting on Aaron Rodgers to figure out what the hell he's going to do. Is that right? Well, the last I heard was the deal for him to the Jets may get done on draft night. So that was like a week ago. Why, why would we do that? I don't know. Why do you do that? Don't you? I mean, this is Mister. I want my. I want all the attention. I want my day in the sun. Why would you do that when they're doing the draft? Maybe to take away from the draft. I don't, that doesn't make any sense. Um, this is on Asher Record Life and feedback. Austin says the Rosen's daughter is the reason the Bulls won. Those screeches were god awful. That's what most people it. think. I didn't catch the early game. I just caught the the Pelicans in the um, Thunder game last night. So. I didn't, I didn't see that or hear that, and I'm glad I didn't, I guess. It's 1023. We'll take a break a little bit early. Um, got some Major League Baseball stuff to get to. A couple things we didn't get to yesterday, so I want to touch on those today. As we head into the break, I want to tell you about our friends at Sanders Ground Essentials. If you need your lawn looking great, and you do, get Sanders Ground Essentials on it. If you're around Central Arkansas, they will come to you, take care of you, go the extra mile with the soil sample to make sure your lawn is being fed exactly what it needs. Not all lawns are the same. Uh, again, they're going to figure out exactly what to do for you. So you mow it and trim it, water it, but they'll take care of the uh, fertilization program and take care of those weeds, get them out of there, make it look great this spring and summer. Be the envy of everybody on your block. Thanks to our friends at Sanders Ground Essentials. Local guys, Kent and Kyle, good guys. Built their business from scratch over 20 years ago, and every dime you spend with them goes right back into hiring local folks instead of going to some big out-of-state corporation. That's why we love Sanders Ground Essentials around here at The Buzz, and you will too. 501-315-9395, sandersground.com. Did I mention that Kyle Sanders is a great putter? He is a great putter. Great man, too. The Sanders truck was in front of my house this morning when I got back from the gym, and mosquitoes were just dying left and right. I do not have to worry about mosquitoes for the next month now. It's about that time. Interior, exterior, commercial, and residential painting. Hire the pros at Serta Pro Painters. Get your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. This 
Kansas Sports Center. One night after a big-time beatdown from in-state rival Arkansas, the Little Rock Trojans returned the favor. They upset the number five-ranked Arkansas Razorbacks by a score of 11-4. to They scored those 11 runs on 14 hits. They struck for three in the third, three in the sixth, four in the seventh, and one in the eighth. The Trojan pitching staff only allowed one run after the second inning. Arkansas falls to 26-7. Little Rock advances to 18-12. and Some news out of Arkansas basketball. Anthony Black, the freshman phenom, will be heading to the NBA. The SEC all-freshman team guard joins Nick Smith Jr. and Ricky Council as Hogs committed to following their NBA futures, while Devo Davis is pursuing his draft prospects. He retains his eligibility. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Great lawn start today, long before the grass is green. If you live in central Arkansas, Sanders Ground Essentials can help make your yard into a great lawn. Call Sanders Ground Essentials today at 315-9395. Around the web, sandersground.com. Sanders Ground Essentials. Let's get growing. A great deal on Select Kubota Equipment, the number one rated tractor brand for durability and owner experience in the U.S. The versatile lineup features performance match attachments to help you make the most of your land. Right now at participating dealers, get a Kubota compact tractor for zero down, 0% APR for 84 months. Now through June 30th. See them or go to KubotaUSA.com slash offers for full disclaimer. Visit your leading Kubota dealers today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. RiverValleyTractor.com. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning? (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agent Dan Cook in North Little Rock, Becky Bradley in Sherwood, or Angie Collins in Heber Springs today. Sissy's Log Cabin presents Razorback outfielder Brady Slavens each week when he joins Morning Mayhem. Shop at sissyslogcabin.com or stop by one of their locations in Pine Bluff, Jonesboro, Little Rock Heights, Little Rock Promenade, Memphis, or Conway. The Butcher Shop Steakhouse has always been your favorite go-to for those nights out with family and friends. But did you know that they're now open for lunch Tuesday through Fridays from 11 till 2? The lunch menu includes homemade southern dishes such as fried chicken, meatloaf, chicken spaghetti, and so much more. And of course, everyone's favorite, Steak Burger Fridays are back on the last Friday of each month. So whether it's dinner plans or watching the big games at our open bar, or now even for lunch, it can all be found at the Butcher Shop Steakhouse. You're listening to the dumbest radio show in America. Hey, Shots, it's actually after 10 a.m. now. My apologies. You're listening to the smartest radio show in America. The Zone with Justin Acri and Westmore is back. Ten twenty-eight in the zone. Welcome back, Justin Acri, Westmore, and the Wizard Christian Weaver. At ten forty-five, we will talk to Richard Davenport about the latest in recruiting, and that includes, of course, portal activity for Arkansas. Busy yesterday, football, basketball, both. We'll talk about that in a second. And we just got an update, Wes. I guess I don't know if we got it from the same person or not, but um, Wagner's left thumb, and left as a right-handed hitter, that's. Probably not the better of the two, I wouldn't think, but I don't know. I guess maybe that's something we can talk about with Bubba. I don't know if the doctor will have any insight on which thumb is better for a right-hander to have injured, but I would think I would rather have my right thumb, although he's a right-handed thrower, too. So I don't. Uh, was Bubba still listening? I mean, Bubba could text one of us real quick. Is it better to have a hurting left thumb or right thumb? I don't know. That's a good question. Bubba, if you're listening. Bubba? Well, I'm sure. And we have so many listeners that are former baseball players quality baseball players, someone could let us know on the first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. Some major league news. Yesterday, the Tampa Bay Rays did it again, and now they are one game shy of the all-time best start in history. By the way, the Travs also got it done, and they stayed perfect with the win yesterday. So, gave them a little zone karma. I will tell you, if we go back there in two weeks for another Screaming Kids Day, Mm -hmm. and they are still perfect... Um, that's going to be the best start in team history, I'm quite sure. We're on to something. I think so. Uh, anyway, but yeah, congrats to Tampa. We'll see if they can keep it going here. Uh, out at Fenway, some news. The, this has nothing to do with baseball. It has everything to do with the food. And some people out there are mad. You know, you remember the uh, Boston Tea Party. Apparently, there's going to be a Boston 
ketchup party if things don't change soon. People are very upset about some of the ketchup that is being served out there. It is subpar, they say. They switched to a sugar and gluten-free ketchup after switching suppliers and signing a three-year partnership with True Made Foods. So I guess it's not a recent development, but people are really starting to lose their stuff out there. Look, there's one choice in ketchup. It's Heinz. And if you can afford to get Heinz, you get Heinz. And I think the Red Sox can probably afford to get Heinz. So it's kind of a no-brainer. It's definitely not sugar-free ketchup. Definitely not going that route, I don't think. That's like, look, and I respect people who do it. My brother's one of them. He's a fitness freak. He eats Halo Top when he eats ice cream. And it's much better for you than regular ice cream because of the sugar content. But I'm like, these are splurges. Like, I want my ketchup to taste like ketchup. I don't need any tricks in there. And maybe the sugar-free is fine. I've never tried it, so I don't want to complain about it. And Halo Top's fine, but there's nothing like, you know, a big old thing of... uh, of ice cream, like real ice cream. And I, I mean, like, if you're splurging, like, I don't care. Like, I want as many calories as possible. I don't eat it very often. I mean, I'm not looking for low-carb uh, donuts either. You want the real thing when you're going to splurge. That's what I'm saying. Well, it's ketchup. I mean, you're not eating it by the gallon. How many calories are you saving <laughs> with a little squirt of ketchup on your dog or on your, uh, uh, your uh, fries? Uh, uh, fries. <laughs> Nobody's putting ketchup on dogs around here, pal. I mean, I just can't see it being that much. Calories, yeah, that you're saving, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm when saying. I dip a fry, I'm just dip a little bit. Oh, I eat a lot of ketchup with my fries, but again, I don't eat fries enough where it's going to impact my body. Right. I also don't eat a lot of sugar generally. So anyway, I think that's a misstep. You're also going to the park. Are you really worried about your calorie intake at the park? Yeah, he's like, you know, I really need the sugar-free ketchup to go with the 13 yeah. beers I drank and the pretzel and the peanuts. <laughs> and the hot dog. Yeah, exactly. Um, the other thing that was going the on. The fries itself. You're worried about your calories. Right. The ketchup is not the, the issue. Uh, Yankees broadcaster Michael Kay called out a Bat Boy recently. They were playing in Cleveland, and this guy was wearing a Yankees uniform, and he was their ball boy assigned to their uh, to their team. And he had long hair and a mustache. And Michael Kay, who's the broadcaster for the Yankees, didn't like it. Here's what he said. It's strange to see a Yankee uniform and somebody wearing that uniform with that sort of hair. There are rules. The rules are rules. He's disobeying two of them. I think there's facial hair, and I think there's obviously the hair is below the collar. The red shoes. That's yeah. also against the rules. Yes, very particular about that. So they played again the next day, and apparently the kid tucked his long hair up underneath his cap, which made Kay a little bit happier. He said they had him tuck the hair under the helmet. His name is Nate. Apparently did a little research. He's in a band. He's a drummer. Open Doors is the name of the band, so it's good for the band, good for him. And he found all the uproar from social media kind of humorous yesterday. So calls him out and giving him a hard time about uh, not looking like a Yankee. But he's a he's a bat boy that lives in He's Cleveland. not a bat boy. He's, he's a, a bat, bat man. man. <laughs> I mean, dude's got a full-on mustache. Yeah, and long hair. At what age do we cut this off? I agree. Where are the kids? Are there no kids available? I guess they got to be in school at this time of the year. Until school gets out, you probably got to make do with what you got, right? These are big leaguers. They can get their own bat. I don't know. That's the reason they're not, though. That's the whole point. Um, we talked a lot about pace of play, and I don't know how long the game lasted yesterday, but anyway, major league games have been about a half hour short. We've been talking about this. There is a. Uh, I guess, an unintended effect of that that probably nobody thought about on the front side. I'm guessing the teams are still going to be okay. But the headline reads, Shorter MLB games killing beer sales. Teams extending deadline to sell. Pretty interesting. The Brewers were the first organization to make a move, now allowing fans to purchase cold ones through the end of the eighth inning. The president of operations vowed to go back to the old policy of new rules caused safety issues. I think most people can probably control their intake... And the thing is, here's the deal. If I want to go to a Major League Baseball game and get wasted, I can do it in four innings. I don't need you to cut off beer sales. So, like, I may want one after, like, the third or at the beginning and then maybe after the third or fourth inning. And maybe I'll get a third if I'm not driving. I don't know. But I don't think most people, A, go to ballparks. First of all, you can't really afford to get drunk because they're too damn expensive. But I, I don't think most people go to a ball game to go, I'm going to get really drunk and not remember the game. I don't, I don't really see that a lot. It seems like a pretty casual drinking experience. I don't think extending it to the eighth inning to try to sell a few more beers is probably going to put a lot of people at risk. Uh, Philadelphia Phillies pitcher Matt Strom had something to say about this. 
He said the reason we stopped selling alcohol in the seventh inning before was to give our fans time to sober up and drive home safe. Correct? So now, with the faster-paced game, if the game is going to finish quicker, would we not move the beer sales back to the sixth inning to give our fans time to sober up and drive home? Instead, we're going to go to the eighth, and now you're putting our fans and family at risk driving home with people who just drank a beer 22 minutes ago. Who said this? This is from Matt Strom, a pitcher for the Phillies. Uh, I don't know how much Matt Strom understands the science of alcohol intake, but that's about the dumbest take I've ever heard in my life. Um, if you don't know how to control your intake to be able to drive home, then I don't think when they cut the sales off is going to be an issue. What always irritated me was, I'm not driving. Yeah. So why can't I have a beer? Exactly. You know, why am I being punished for some idiot out here? Right. You know? Well, personal responsibility is what it's all about. That's it what is. alcohol is about in general. So, again, they don't they don't close the bars until 2 a.m. in some cases, right? So you got to, again, count they quit on... selling beer at bars at... 1 a.m. to give you time to sober up before the bar closes at 2. And by the way, if you drink from like 8 to 1, you're not sobering up in an hour where no. you're probably okay to drive or at least legal. So let's use some common sense here. That's not common sense. And you know what we always did? Hmm. Went and bought a bunch of beer and just had it there for the rest of the game. Now, would it yeah. get, you know, be as cold? No, but you know what? I had a beer. That's my point. That's my whole there thing. There ways around it? Yeah, I just, I mean, like, if you want to slam four beer, like a beer and inning for the first five innings, I don't care if you sit there for the next hour and a half, you're not going to be sober enough to drive. Hmm. But I don't think most people drink like that at ball games either. No. Anyway, um, moving on. You are going to be upset about this, Wes. I'm just going to give you a heads up. Hmm. The Angels phenom Shohei Otani has set a new franchise record. You won't be like bent out of shape about it, but uh, during their 2-0 victory against the Nationals this week, by notching his 10th consecutive start in which he surrendered two runs or fewer, he breaks the mark which previously belonged to Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan who tallied 9 in 72 and 73. The 28-year-old held the Nationals to one hit over seven innings, which, I mean, let's be honest, that's not that impressive. It's the Nationals. Nationals. Uh, He was uncharacteristically wild on the evening, walking five batters. Nevertheless, he struck out six and closed out his line with 92 pitches. He also, as a hitter, went one for four. It was a single, his lone hit. So, pretty impressive. The last time he allowed more than two runs was August 21st of last year against the Tigers of all teams. He gave up three whole runs that day. Whoa. He's not allowed more than three runs in a game since July 22nd of 2022, or 15 starts ago. So he's like uh, good, really good. I saw where he's batting 309 this season, and he's also pitching .47. ERA. <laughs> this is stupid. He's going to get half a billion dollars on his next contract. Well, you can't pay him enough. You're getting two players for the price of one. You're, you're no. <laughs> you're going to pay him. Like yeah, two. you're going to pay him like two players almost. But well, I mean, what's the next <laughs> biggest salary? Um, I think somebody's making around a ballpark of four hundred million. So, okay, so that's I mean, yeah, that's not way out of. But he's not going to be paid like the best pitcher and the best hitter in baseball. But he is combined. one of the best pitchers, right. and he's yeah, one he's of the a best Cy Young hitters. candidate. But he's also an amazing hitter. Yeah, he's a very good hitter. I wouldn't call it, he's not like the best hitter in the league or anything, but he's he's dang good. Yeah, as a hitter, he's worth probably. Two hundred million. As a pitcher, he's worth four hundred million. And so, so for the bargain basement price, you a get five hundred million. You're getting a six hundred million dollar player. Exactly. Uh, okay, so let's talk about these transfers, Wes. And okay. Khalif Battle is probably the bigger news for most people. The Temple guard who came in six five one seventy five, another big guard for uh, coach, and the numbers are very impressive. Thirty five percent from three. Okay, pretty good. Eight but, attempts a game, though. That's really nice. Okay, shot forty one percent from the floor. And average 17.9 and 3.6. Now, look, I don't know or pretend to know what Temple's you know schedule looks like in general and how many great teams they played. I'm assuming he was doing a good – I mean, it's Division One competition, but still, it's a good ad. No, I, I watched a lot of clips of him, and uh, I'm excited. First of all, he is the shooter they were missing last year. He is a shooter. This is a guy that can catch it and shoot it. Uh, he can also create his own shot. Uh, they ran a lot. They ran him off picks which I love. Arkansas doesn't do a whole lot of that. Uh, but they did some pick and rolls, and he was able to get it. And if the, the uh, defender went under the screen, he popped it right there in, in their face. He's 6'5", and he jumps when he shoots it. So his shot is very difficult to block. He gets his shot off. He can go to the rim. He can finish at the rim. Uh, later on in the clips, I saw some dunks, and it surprised me a little bit because he looks a little... I don't know, Christian, a little thick, maybe? Like, he could be in better shape? 
six six five one seventy five. It's not very heavy. Okay, well, it just looked thick in the mat. Maybe it's his jersey and the way it Maybe. was fit. Fit, but hey, fatty, what's your problem? No, I didn't say that. Wow. I just thought he could be in even better shape. I'm really excited about this fat ass, uh, this chubby guy coming in. It's gonna be good. But he dude, could convert some fat to muscle. Yes, he could. Uh, he is. He is. He's a shooter, man. That's all. I, that's the best way I can put it. And his range is is not just right there at the line. He he was making and oh, taking yeah. some deep threes. And he shot 49% from two, but of course shooting so many threes drives your overall field goal percentage down. So we're excited about him. Yes. Okay. Um, and he, uh, he's, he's a, what they put it, very capable defender. Well, if he isn't, he, he will, will be. be. <laughs> we'll talk to Richard Davenport in just a couple minutes about him. Former Maryland defensive tackle Tank Booker. Verbally committed to Arkansas, which we all know is not binding. After narrowing his list of five schools, he picked them over Ohio State, South Carolina, Texas A&M, and Purdue. 6-4-3-20, entered the portal in March, 25 tackles, two sacks, two forced fumbles as a senior last year, nine tackles, a tackle for loss in 10 games in 2021, committed to Maryland over Cincinnati, Kansas, Toledo, and others as a three-star, but obviously he's played himself into uh, a little better echelon or higher echelon of player, and so good for him, good for Arkansas. There's uh, always need for good defensive line help. Big defensive tackles. Uh, one of the things that Coach Pittman said most recently during the spring was he loves the defensive ends. The defensive ends were putting a lot of pressure on the quarterback. They were at times unblockable. He said at defensive tackle, we're a little thin. He, and he said, granted, we're out with one one of our players is out right now. Uh, but this is a very uh, this adds depth. It's nothing else. But you look at this guy, he, he looks like a grown man. I mean, that's the one thing that, that stuck out to me. He's big. And, and built like a tank, that's his nickname, uh, but he also looks very mature. So uh, they're getting an older player that's been around, a lot of snaps, and he's going to help them inside. We were talking about the injury to Jared Wagner earlier. He's got a hairline fracture in his left thumb. And we were thinking aloud about, well, is it better to have an injury with as a right-hander to your left or your right? Mm-hmm. Bubba says it's better to be your bottom hand. So that would be your left, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So that's good. That's good. Okay. So tough it up there, Jared Wagner. Ask Bubba, could he play with a hairline fracture in his left thumb? Well, what do you think he's going to say? If Bubba could play. Can you play with a hairline in your... Could he? Could, could you? Could you? I bet he could Are you not. tough enough, Bubba? He's a grizzled old vet. Look at him. I think Wagner's in the same camp as Bubba. Mm-hmm. I think they're two tough dudes. Yeah. That's what Coach said. He said if anybody can do it, it's him. So I would think he's probably fine. Advil? I don't know. Aleve. Uh, injection. <laughs> Can you shoot it up? I don't know. Tito's. Yeah, well, that, well, let's talk about it. Like, And again, I'm assuming there's no risk of further injury or making it worse by playing through it, so I don't know. Does it slow the healing process? That's, that's a question for the doc, Yes, not Bubba. No. Are you suggesting that Bubba Carpenter does not have a medical degree? Wes, that's crazy talk. We're going to hit a break. It's 1043. When we return, we'll talk to Richard Davenport about the new additions, his thoughts on Anthony Black going to the NBA, and any other roster movement he's heard of as well as what's going on with recruiting. I'm assuming, to the best of their ability, and I don't know who can do what right now, but you're trying to get kids on campus because this is a magical weekend coming up. Mm-hmm. You have a huge turnout for fans at oh. softball, at baseball. It's going to be great. I think they have tennis going on. I mean, it's I mean, not so long. And spring game, too, of course. I saw Richard tweet. Another four-star is committed to coming to the campus this weekend. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a loaded recruiting weekend. Big O Tires has some really good deals right now. You can always go to their website, bigotires.com slash deals, to see their monthly deals. A great selection of tires. They have all the name brand tires that you've ever heard of, but they also have their tire, the Big O Tire. Check them out in Cabot and Conway, two great locations. And remember, Big O Tires does more than just tires. They are a full-stop shop. I mean, if there's something wrong with your car, that check engine light comes on, Big O Tires can take care of you. So swing on by. In Conway, they're on Hark Rider. In Cabot, it's Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. It's Big O Tires, the team we trust. Take it back to the heyday of Motown sound with the Four Tops, live on the Oakland stage Friday, August 25th at 7 p.m. Sing along with your favorite top 40 hits like I Can't Help Myself. Reach out, I'll be there. And Ain't No Woman Like the One I've Got. The Four Tops, live at Oakland Friday, August 25th. Tickets on sale now at oakland.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. 
Shh. <laughs> Hear that? That's what fun sounds like. Want to know what fun looks like? Then check out Cupid's Lingerie with eight Arkansas locations, including three in Little Rock. Cupid's is a boutique specializing in all things pleasure and play. From lingerie to, well, everything you can imagine and more. Visit shopcupids.com today and treat someone special to something special from Cupid's. Enjoy. <laughs> Greenway is your local source for John Deere equipment and implements. Now we've made finding the perfect piece of equipment even easier. Shop our tractor packages online at gogreenway.com. Till deeper with our down-to-earth package. Or save big with our Green Saver package. Need something with a little more muscle? Kick it up a notch with Greenway's Get In Gear package. We're here to support the DIYer in you. No matter what project comes your way, Greenway has you covered. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models. From transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, people are still looking for lending options, and you guys have it. You know, RJ, whether it's a home equity or a mortgage loan or even commercial lending, we're ready to help. And Chris, if you're not in the market for a loan right now, but you just have general banking needs, you guys have that covered as well. We have world-class respected products and highly competitive rates, all delivered by people that you know on a first-name basis. Experience the Southern Bank difference today by visiting bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. User-friendly. It's a term that's thrown around a lot in today's business and tech climate. Hmm, wonder what a user-not-so-friendly world would be like. Okay, so I just enter her employee ID here and... Ha ha. Wrong button again. You are not smart. At the payroll company, our iSolved platform is the user-friendly tech you need for things like a one-click payroll preview and the ability to review and process payroll from any device. You are being too friendly. Yeah, we know. Less headaches, more than payroll. Visit morethanpayroll.com. Welcome back to The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network with Justin Acri and Wes Moore. Standing in line to see the show tonight and there's a light on. Heavy. All right. Welcome back. It is 1048. It's great to be with you on this Thursday. See the buzz truck returning tomorrow on the road at Oaklawn. Looking forward to that, Wes. I know oh, you are as well. We'll be talking about uh, some of the big races going on, mostly at Oaklawn. Million-dollar Apple Blossom is happening at Oaklawn this weekend, and a $500,000 race, the Sprint, the Count Fleet, with a good field together, six furlongs for four-year-olds and up. Infield's open this weekend. Weather looks good. Should be fantastic. And live racing, of course, all the way through May 6th. Don't forget the million-dollar grade two Oakland handicap coming up on April 22nd, and uh, they're going to go all the way through that Kentucky Derby Saturday. If you can't make it down, set up your Oakland Anywhere account, bet.oakland.com or oaklandanywhere.com. iPhone, iPad users, there's an app for you. New members can earn a sign-up bonus up to 150 bucks. Details apply. You can get the information there. Use Buzz23 as your code. Cool thing is, even when you don't win, you can earn points for cash back for every dollar you wager, and you get free pass performances and free access to valuable handicapping selections to help you win. I love winning. Uh, do it at Oakland. Even when you can't be there, it's Oakland anywhere. And frankly, when I am there, I use my Oakland Anywhere account, too, because all I want to get up for is cold beers and corned beef sandwiches. Maybe a little glad handing with friends and others, but anyway... Uh, let's check in with Richard Davenport, who's on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. He is with Whole Hog Sports and the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. And, Richard, I'm glad we got to you pretty early here because we have a lot to get to. Can we start with, by the way, good morning. Morning. Can we start with the uh, guys who are announcing that they are coming to Fayetteville? And let's go football first because I'm assuming that will be a point of contention this weekend with the spring game and a lot of folks coming in to watch all the activities, which is great because the camp's going to be packed because baseball and softball at home as well. So, well planned out with the uh, Woopig weekend. Tank Booker. He is, uh, it looks like a guy on paper here, reading your story, that, uh, you know, had kind of a reputation going into college and has obviously built upon that to where he's got himself into a little better opportunity now. 
Yeah, he, 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 the name goes uh, with his uh, frame, 6'4", 320 pounds tank. Uh, but uh, he visited Arkansas officially, Ohio State, South Carolina, Purdue, and Texas A&M. And obviously, uh, you know, had a nice selection of schools. And uh, picking Arkansas was big because obviously, you know, Coach Coach Pittman has been saying that they, they wanted to have a a couple of guys inside, and uh, he's he's definitely uh, somebody that uh, you plug over the the center and uh, and feel pretty confident about. But uh, he's a guy that uh, obviously had a lot of options and picked Arkansas. Is this a guy that was starting at Maryland could start for Arkansas? Or is he more of a backup plan? Uh, that, that's a good question. I guess we'll know more once he gets on campus this summer, works out, and goes through fall practice. But uh, I tend to think that, you know they're bringing him in to, to definitely. Uh, you know, contend for the starting position, but uh, I'm sure some of the guys that are current, currently on uh, on campus will, will, you know, have something to say about that. But obviously, he will add uh, good quality depth either way. This guy is looks very mature. How old is he? I mean, he looked like a grown man in the picture that you tweeted out. Yeah, uh, uh, he's got two more years of eligibility, hmm. so I assume he's hmm. about 21. 22 so uh you know a little older guy obviously yeah it's funny when you say senior because it doesn't mean anything anymore you know and again i think i heard neighbors talking about the other day i will be very pleased as someone who covers sports when the covid year stuff is over because it's so like who's a senior okay cool then uh, i guess he's no no no. he's got two years left actually so (laughs) it's very confusing so richard i'm sure for you that's uh, a whole nother layer of things that you got to keep up with too so i'm sure you'll be ready for that to happen as well uh this weekend i'm assuming they've got a lot of guys coming in who are interested whether it's i don't know if they have transfers is it transfers or is it high school kids mostly coming in to to watch spring game high school guys as of uh as of saturday they didn't have any official visitors come in but uh because of basketball and football stuff going on this weekend, I really haven't been able to uh, check and see if there's going to be any football official visitors. Uh, but uh, I will be doing that. But uh, definitely a lot of high school prospects. Uh, a couple of uh, notables is uh, Fletcher Westfall uh, from Virginia. He'll be making his uh, uh, third visit to Arkansas. He's a 6'8", 320-pound, uh, four-star offensive lineman. Uh, he's been making a ton of visits and. uh Anyway, he'll be there uh, late Friday, and he'll visit Saturday, then head to Kansas. Then uh, Jordan Allen, a cornerback who uh, used to be committed to Texas, uh, he decommitted in January, uh, February. Excuse me. He'll be making his second uh, visit on Saturday. Five ten, five eleven, about one hundred seventy pound, uh, four star cornerback uh, from uh, Alito, Texas. But uh, those are just a, a few of them. We'll be adding more, but. Uh, yeah, one, one thing to note, uh, several other schools are having spring practice, uh, spring games on Saturday, and that kind of kind of hurts your you know chances of maybe getting some other guys on campus. Uh, everybody's going to have guys on campus, but uh, instead of maybe having sixty or seventy or eighty or, or what have you, they may may uh, it may be a reduced number just because of that. Over the weekend, Arkansas got a commitment from a quarterback uh, of the future, KJ Jackson. What, what what are your thoughts on KJ Jackson? What are you hearing about him? Oh man, you talking about a very very mature young man. Uh, he visited Arkansas. He was recruited by uh, Browns, uh, and he, he was on campus last summer for a summer camp. Then uh, Enos was hired, and shortly after he was hired, he, he extended an offer to him. And uh, he, he visited not too long ago, and he visited again last week, and he committed uh, during his uh, visit on uh, last Tuesday. Six four, about two seventeen. Kind of reminds you of the KJ that's uh, on campus right now. Similar size, and if you look at uh, the way he runs, he runs like KJ. He lowers his shoulder and kind of uh, runs over people. But uh, he's a lefty who passed for over twenty eight hundred yards and uh, forty two touchdowns, only three seven interceptions. Uh, just a very very mature kid. He, he's a guy that obviously. When you think about quarterbacks and leadership, mm-hmm. K.J. Jackson is the guy that comes to mind. He is a very impressive young man and somebody that uh, you, you'd want in your program to lead your program. He did not have a lot of rushing yards. I think it was less than 200. Is he a dual-threat quarterback? He, he can be. He, he's more he's more of a, a pocket passer, but he, he will tuck and run when needed. But uh, he, he definitely is a guy that uh, – 
I think most of the services recruit have him as a uh, pocket passer, and I think that serves him. Uh, I think it's a good description, but he can he can run the ball, and 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 I won't say he's as fast as KJ Jefferson, but he's he's definitely a guy that could tuck it and and get you that first down on third and eight. Richard Davenport joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, talking recruiting. And we appreciate him, courtesy of Whole Hog Sports and the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Khalif Battle, Temple Guard, coming in. And my my one question is, uh, A, do you think he's fat? I guess I have two questions. That's what Wes said. I and, did not uh, say fat. You said he's chubby. No, I didn't. You say he's overweight. No. You say he's portly. No. You say he's a fat. I say he looked a little thick in the middle. Okay. Uh, and then also, uh, the 18 points a game, what's the level of competition he's faced? I mean, do we feel good? And is that legitimate that it will translate, you think, to the uh, SEC? Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, he shot 35% from three-point range, and he's an excellent free-throw shooter, right, right around 90%. So, obviously, he, he, knows, he, he, can, he can stroke the ball and uh, good size. And, and I, I was able to talk to him uh, after his visit on Saturday, and I, I didn't see anything that uh, in the midsection that would make me concerned. He, he looked pretty, uh, pretty fit to me, but uh, he's listed at 6'5", 175. And, uh, you know, number 10 player in the transfer portal, according to on3.com. Uh, definitely one of the top, up, you know, guys in the portal, at least according to them. And, uh, you know, he did, he did visit Central Florida. But after his visit on uh, Friday and Saturday, it was pretty much a done deal. And uh, he just, you know, made that decision to go public uh, yesterday. Yeah, I think it was the jersey. It, that's all it was. It was that, just the way that jersey fit. It didn't walk it fit back. snug. Walk it back. Uh, I didn't realize this, but that Tremaine Mark, uh, I was looking at NBADraft.net, and he was uh, next year as a first or second round pick. So that's a good uh, guy out of Houston that they're getting also. Yeah, definitely. And if you want to compare rankings as far as the transfer pool, he's number 49 according to On3. And then... Uh, Minifield is uh, number 30, so they think very, very highly of battle. Have you heard anything on uh, um, Makai Mitchell? Uh, based on what I understand, he, he, his intentions are to stay there, stay at the University of Arkansas. Good. And, uh, uh, but uh, obviously things can change, but uh, the last I heard, his intentions are, are to stay. Interesting. All right, we are up against it, Richard. I really appreciate the time. Thank you. We will talk to you soon enough, my friend. All right, that is Richard Davenport breaking up a little bit there at the end. Next hour, we're going to get into some more Razorback baseball. Turn the page to Tennessee. Hogs came up a little short against Little Rock. Kudos to the Trojans. And we will see what Coach Van Horn thinks about the matchup with the Volunteers. I know the fans are pumped for it, and so are we. We'll come back and talk about that. A lot more in the second hour as well. The mayor's going to be with us. Find out what's going on with the relief effort and Dr. O'Malley. Got for gravy more. It's working hard once again, making sure my lawn is lush, weed-free, and beautiful. And by working hard, I mean, of course, I'm watching Bradley Owens mow it for me. Bradley, tell the good folks hello. Hey, everybody. How's it hey, going? Stop right there, Bradley. I don't want you to stop what you're doing. What he didn't tell you is that you can take your very own gravy more home today at 0% interest over 48 months. That's right. 0% interest on both residential and commercial money.